You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. I'm so glad you could join me. We're talking about how Jesus came to restore what had been lost. The, the, the royal line of David had been lost because of sin. Jesus restored it. Uh, Jesus came to restore the family of Abraham, fulfill it. He did that when he died both as a representative of God and of Abraham on Mount Moriah. Now we're going to look at Romans chapter 8. This is a horrible, horrible thing that happened when Adam sinned. What we see is not only was he affected, but the whole of the world was affected. Romans 8 verse 19, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. Now why? Why is creation waiting for that? Because creation knows that when the sons of God are revealed, when they get their new bodies, when they are liberated from physical death, the creation also is going to be liberated. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it. That would have been Adam. In hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. All these storms that happen on planet Earth and the eruption of volcanoes and uh, the things in nature that steal, kill, and destroy, the droughts that, that cause people to suffer, all of this is a manifestation of the creation being subjected to the powers of darkness. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, Paul said, as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And he said, not only so, but we ourselves, we have the first, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. So although we are saved, we know we're saved, we know we have eternal life, we know it's incomplete. It's not incomplete as far as what God has given us. What He has given us is wonderful. We are born again. We have His presence in our deepest being, but we do not yet have His presence in our physical bodies. And our physical bodies are still subject to decay. They are still subject to physical death, but the day will come when they will be liberated from physical death. Now, Adam's sin not only subjected the world to this decay and bondage, but it made Satan the god of this world. Listen to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, King James Version. In whom the god of this world... Wait a minute, Satan is called the god of this world? Yes. 
He's blinded the minds of them who believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Have you ever looked at sinners? Boy, do they do stupid things. You know what they're bad about? They're bad about not connecting the dots. They don't see the link between their suffering and the decisions that they make. Why is that? It is because we were all like that. We were blinded. We were spiritually blinded. This is a little lesson I want to give you right now. I'm not going to charge anything extra for it. If you have a relative that you are in a position to pray for, I'm not talking about preaching to, praying for, take authority over the God of this world who blinds his mind. Don't pray for God to do it. You do it. You take authority. We're the ones who've been given the authority over the enemy. So we take authority. Satan, I command you to quit blinding the mind of my cousin, my brother, my son, my daughter, my father, my mother. Quit blinding the mind of that person. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, this dominion that Satan got was that which was given to Adam. Genesis 1.26, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now let's take a look at how far this dominion extended. This is the book of Psalms, chapter 8. Look at verse 3. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, all the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Here is David writing saying that God put everything that he created into the hand of man. But that changed. That changed and the dominion went into the hand of the enemy. He's the one who usurped it. Now, God did not give the ownership of planet earth to the devil. Listen to Psalm 24 and verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. What God did was he gave a lease, a timed lease. Any lease is given for a certain season. If you lease a piece of property, there is a specified period of time. I believe that the lease that God gave to Adam was for 6,000 years. And when that lease is up, God is going to step in and take it back. That's why we see the pictures of the six-day week. Six days where man works, but the seventh day is a day of rest. I think it's a picture uh, of a 6,000-year lease in the 7,000 years. 7,000-year period belongs to God. Now, I want to read to you how that God planned to restore planet Earth to man. And this is found in the wonderful book of Isaiah, chapter 11. And man, is this a great passage. Won't you listen to it here? Isaiah 11. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. Meaning that somewhere along the way, 
the stump of Jesse or the tree of Jesse is cut off. When did that happen? That happened when Jeremiah the prophet cursed the line of David and said none of his seed will sit on the throne again forever. So the royal line was stopped because of sin. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, this branch that bears fruit. That's what Isaiah is talking about. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. By the way, uh, for those of you who wonder what the seven spirits of God are that are mentioned in the book of Revelation, there they are. They're right here in the book of Isaiah chapter 11. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. Now what happens when he comes? The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion, the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, and their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse, first of all, he's called a branch. Now he's called the root because David was begun by the Messiah and he is finished by the Messiah. This again, law of continuance. What God said he starts, he finishes. The root of Jesse is the beginning of the line of David and the branch of Jesse who miraculously comes in and fulfills all these messianic prophecies is the continuance. In that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for all peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. Oh, my goodness. Isaiah goes on to say in 65, 25, The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox, but dust will be the serpent's food. Are you getting this? Do you see the essential nature of God through all of these things that he's done? That what God begins with a miracle, he also sustains with a miracle, and he finishes or ends with a miracle. This is why young David was able to go up against Goliath with such great supernatural confidence. Uh, David was able to fight with supernatural confidence because he knew that God did not begin the covenant people to abandon them to the Philistines and to one giant named Goliath. Sometimes it looks like God has forgotten. But if God is delaying his answer, if God is delaying, it is because he is going to do a work to destroy and paralyze the enemy. And we see this over and over and over and over. You know, God delayed the giving of a son to Abraham and Sarah. But when he did give the son to Abraham and Sarah, it was a total miracle. 
God wanted it to be a miracle. God did not want them to have a baby when they were of childbearing age. He wanted them to reach a place in life where it was a physical impossibility for them to bear a son. Why? He wanted them to be a model for all of the people who would come after. Listen, they were in a truly hopeless situation. Romans 4 says about Abraham, against hope, he believed in hope. You and I get into some tough scrapes. Rarely do we ever get into a truly hopeless situation. Some of you have been in a truly hopeless situation. But even then, God has the means and the will to pull you out. All the time I have for today, but we're still talking about the law of continuance tomorrow. I'll see you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.